Hello, welcome to Channel Chats. My name is Teresa Carrigal. I'm the founder and CEO of Achieve Unite. And in each of our channel chats, we talk with industry experts on a variety of channel topics to uncover the latest trends, best practices, and tips that you can use to generate maximum results in your channel. Well, today I'm joined by Vinita Benzal, founder of TechTello and author of Upgrade Your Mindset to talk about how your mindset affects your success in partnerships and reveal small changes that you can make to deepen your success with these relationships. So welcome, Vinita. Please introduce yourself. Thank you for having me, Teresa. Hello, everyone. I'm Vinita. I'm the founder of TechTello where I coach and mentor people from diverse backgrounds to build the skills and support required to grow in their careers so that they feel confident to take on higher level responsibilities within their organizations. Uh, prior to this, I worked in the technology space for many years with some of the top tech Indian startups like Flipkart and Swiggy. I've led large engineering teams and built products with massive scale impacting millions of customers. Most recently, as Teresa mentioned, I released a book on Amazon it's called Upgrade Your Mindset, How to Overcome Limiting Beliefs and Tap Your Potential. Well, and that's how we found you is yes. we were doing a program and part of what was happening with the client is the folks in the program were all about, it's the other person's fault. It's the other person. Yeah. Not. And I looked and I found you and I think this book has just come out. So I was really excited to connect with you. And for us to talk about this book and what drove you to write this book on mindsets? Uh, see, well, I first heard about the power of mindsets from Carol Dweck, um, who's a Stanford psychologist. Uh, she wrote about the two types of mindsets, uh, fixed and growth mindset back in 2007. You know, I was so fascinated with the subject uh, that I read, uh, uh, you know, every research paper, every article, you know, watched multiple videos, literally anything I could get my hands on. And, you know, it made so much sense with my own work. Uh, I could see that people who succeeded at work were not necessarily the, uh, the brightest and the talented people. Uh, more than their intelligence, what mattered was their mindset, mm. how they handled failures, whether they stepped outside their comfort zone, uh, how they persevered through challenges, and whether they asked for help or not. So the single most important factor in their success was their mindset. Everything else was secondary. So with that, I started researching growth mindset strategies that I could apply for myself and could also use with others at work. Uh, but I didn't find anything that was practical and relevant for grown-ups. Um, you know, I mean, there was a lot of content for kids, but not much for adults. So I started designing um, growth mindset strategies based on the available research uh, from the fields of psychology, um, neuroscience, philosophy, right. and many other fields that have been around for, the, for years. Mm -hmm. So over the years, I have uh, implemented these strategies. Um, you know, I have refined them. I've definitely learned from them uh, with the help of the people that I've coached. And um, I noticed that they dramatically improved my own success and other success at work. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to share these strategies with others because I knew they could be helpful to so many people. Wonderful. And that gave me the idea to write this book. Yeah, so Upgrade Your Mindset is a natural culmination of, you know, everything that I've learned about mindsets. And it provides the most practical and um, easy to understand strategies that anyone can apply in their daily work and life. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the philosophy 
and how you really built this mindset shift and what can people do to think differently in this mindset shift? So, uh, so the couple of strategies people can try, right? Uh, but I think uh, before we do that, uh, let's understand a little bit about mindsets, right? I think it's yeah. important to understand what mindsets really mean, right? right. See, mindsets are nothing but beliefs, right? Uh, our beliefs determine how we experience the various events in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our experiences guide the emotions we feel and our emotions ultimately determine the way we act, Right? So who we become, right, is not based on who we are, but actually how we think, right? Um, so uh, I think we need also need to understand and differentiate between two types of thinkings um, that are there in the book. Um, once you read, you'll find more details in it. Uh, but the two types of thinking are the fixed mindset on one hand and the growth mindset on the other, right? right. So a person with a fixed mindset uh, believes that, you know, talent and intelligence is fixed mm-hmm. and it cannot get better with time and effort. Mm-hmm. So this makes them give up without trying hard enough, you know, with the belief that they can never build the skills required to do well. Right. Uh, they also think that failure reflects on their competence. So they choose to stay inside their comfort zone and they will reject opportunities which will require taking a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, another problem that I've seen with people uh, with a fixed mindset is that they're more concerned with raising their self-esteem and proving how smart they are. Uh, which makes them put all their effort into uh, hiding their shortcomings instead of learning something new. Right. Now, the interesting thing is when you turn this around, right, uh, the person with the growth mindset understands, you know, that uh, some people have special talents and that intelligence is something that varies from person to person, right? right. But it is also something that can be developed and increased with hard work, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you have fixed skills and you can't do much about them, Right. So with that, they really aren't afraid to, uh, you know, try out new strategies, uh, seek help when they need it, or you know, even uh, get feedback from others. Uh, they're willing to do anything that will help them move forward. So uh, clearly this uh, idea of growth mindset uh, creates a passion for learning, you know, more than the passion for winning. So when people are looking to uh, build uh, uh, the right mindset, like you mentioned, right? I think they first need to understand um, and identify the triggers. Uh, in which uh, the growth mindset uh, shows up. So it's not like uh, we only have one mindset, you know, in different situations in our lives, uh, we may have a different kind of a mind game. Mm-hmm. So first step in building uh, mindset is identifying the situations uh, which in which you end up uh, thinking in a fixed mindset way. Right. And once you understand that, right, then there are a couple of strategies you can apply. For example, one is changing your language, the way you speak to yourself. You know, instead of saying, I can't do it, say, yeah. I can do it. That's instead of saying, well. right? So instead of saying, this is not for me, say, okay, I can probably try at least. And then, you know, if it doesn't work out, I can try a different strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are these different strategies that people can apply to build a growth mindset in their life. The and do you when you think about growth mindsets and in the tech industry, the shift that people need to go on, what do you see happening? Um, so see, specifically in the tech industry, I would say, uh, I think a lot of uh, leaders and managers that I have worked with closely, uh, the people are now realizing the importance of promoting a growth mindset, 
Mm-hmm. Right. It's really shifting, um, isn't it? It is. It There's is. A yeah. Transformation I think happening in the people arena of the technology industry right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, people have uh, become more conscious in terms of uh, not only the technical work that they do, uh, you know, that th- those skills are really important, but uh, now people are uh, understanding that it is also important to have other skills, uh, which is the concept of promoting a growth mindset in the workplace and how right. that impacts their people and the outcome that they get uh, from them. Right. So um, I, I can give you a few examples. Right. So, uh, you know, I was working with one of the leaders in an organization and we discussed about some of the problems that uh, he was facing in terms of uh, motivating his people to do well. And when we discussed and we went into the depth of the problem, uh, we realized that, uh, you know, the problem was the way he was uh, telling people uh, to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, somehow in the language that he was using with people, he ended up, uh, you know, uh, giving a lot of importance to people who were smart and who were intelligent. So he would use language which would promote smartness and intelligence in his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about a strategy where he'll stop doing that. And instead, he started appreciating people for their hard work. Oh, interesting. their effort. Yeah. And uh, he uh, sort of also appreciated people when they were uh, willing to stick through a difficult task. And the simple change promoted the idea, you know, that anyone can build the skills required to do well in their role. And uh, it's interesting, Benita, I um, was working with a CEO who is a friend of mine mm -hmm. in the tech industry. And one of the values that he began to instill just by asking different questions was around curiosity and around collaboration and rewarding that kind of engagement as opposed to just smarts or just hard work, you know, right. What are these right. other elements that are so critical to team successes? Absolutely. They are, they are. So, uh, I mean, we are no longer uh, working in an era where, you know, uh, people can just uh, do great work based on the technical skills they have. Right. Uh, there's a lot of importance in terms of how do they handle failures? Right. Uh, how do they deal with the mistakes that they make at work? Uh, what do they do when, you know, uh, they uh, sort of, you know, uh, go through a very, very challenging task and they don't have a clear solution forward, right? Those skills, uh, like you mentioned, right, curiosity uh, becomes yeah. a very, very important quality to have uh, mm-hmm. at those critical moments because it dis- determines whether you end up giving on the task, giving up on the task, or you sort of go through it. Uh, you know, you look for feedback from people, you try out different strategies, you learn from them. Uh, you just keep moving forward, uh, you know, with the willingness to actually uh, get it done. So those well, elements. I remember, um, I don't know if you remember Nortel, the company uh, a long time ago, but I can remember I, I worked there and someone said Nortel has become a place where it's not safe to make mm-hmm. a mistake. And when you build a culture where you can't make mistakes, I mean, look what happened to that organization, right? Many, many years ago. And so how do you create this culture of mindsets and this culture where, you know, fail fast, learn from your mistakes and move on. And that's a safe environment where people are constantly learning and invigorated. What do you you see happening in that arena? No, I think this is a excellent question, Teresa, because, uh, you know, uh, the sooner the organization, especially the leaders in the organization, uh, organizations embrace uh, the idea that, you know, people will make mistakes. Uh, that's right. part of collaborating and communicating and doing great work together. 
I think the sooner they can actually produce great outcomes together. So, uh, you know, because uh, leaders, uh, a lot of work that happens in organizations, you know, uh, leaders uh, sort of trickle the culture, do culture down. Uh, it becomes very important uh, for leaders to stand up and own up to their own mistakes first, right? Oh, because yeah. once they do that, mm -hmm. right, because once Absolutely. they do that, they create a safe space uh, yeah. where people understand that, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. You know, uh, it's fine uh, to, uh, it's better to make mistakes and move forward than to hide them and absolutely screw up the project that you're working on. It's so true. Um, and that really plays true in, you know, the product teams. It also plays true in the direct and the indirect sellers. And you and I have had this conversation around, you remember the world of direct sales and partner right. sales and indirect sellers. And, you know, there's a lot of conflict happening in the or that arena in the tech industry right now. And we have got to break down these barriers. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you have any advice from your book or um, anything that you could share, but that would be helpful. Yeah, so see, uh, uh, specifically around people working together, uh, you know, in the industry that you work in, there are vendors working with partners, right? Uh, I have worked with a lot of technology directors uh, who would work for clients, or let's say sales team uh, people would work uh, and lead a team, right? Uh, in any relationship, uh, the most important thing uh, that people need to understand is that uh, there will be mistakes, like you mentioned, right? Right. Uh, the mindset uh, with which you approach those mistakes actually greatly impacts uh, the relationship, uh, you know, because in any relationship, if you see, trust is the single most important factor, yeah. right? And uh, you know what impacts our trust? What impacts our trust? It's a mindset, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, let's say, you know, um, when people in an organization that I've seen and I've worked with, right, when they approach conversations with uh, a fixed mindset, what happens is that they uh, think that the person who made the mistake is incompetent uh, mm -hmm. and they do not have the skills. And irrespective of how much you try, you know, they will never live up to your expectations. Right. Uh, and uh, because of that, uh, you don't trust them, right? right? And when you don't trust them, you don't even try to solve the problem. Right. Now, what happens next is when you don't try to solve the problem, right, it leads to all sorts of uh, collaboration issues, communication gaps, you know, many other pro problems that you would never, never sort of think about, right? Um, this leads to further loss of trust. It's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy in your own beliefs. It's very right. true. And this alignment, right. you know, part of what also the mindset is one piece, the other piece is the intersection of a common goal, you know, and how can you bring another person into the pond with you and right. find common ground that then serves as a way to unify your objectives and, you know, get the teaming thing to happen in a much more dynamic way. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's absolutely critical, uh, you know, for employees in an organization to work together, uh, you know, because we all know that they can achieve outcomes together, that they can never achieve alone, right? No, absolutely. So when you think about, Vinita, when you think about your advice, given the book you've just written, you know, maybe share with us a couple of tips for executives around mindsets and a couple of tips for the individual around mindsets. Sure. Um, let's start with individuals. Um, you know, uh, I think the first, uh, first and foremost, uh, the most important thing for anyone 
is to have very, very clear goals in terms of where they're headed, right? Because uh, without having clarity of what uh, someone wants to accomplish in life, there's a very high chance of getting confused uh, in terms of, you know, am I doing the right thing? Is this something which will actually help me move forward or not? So once you have clarity of where you're headed, uh, you know, make sure they're aligned with your team, uh, with your manager, uh, with your career advisor, anyone who is responsible and uh, aligned with your success, right? Uh, another important element of uh, then growing your mindset is to not try to take one giant leap towards whatever you're trying to accomplish, right? Uh, having that clarity of, you know, if I'm trying to reach from a point A to point B, it's not going to be a straight line to success, right? There will be lots of ups and downs. Uh, I will fail multiple times, right? Uh, planning that and having that uh, understanding upfront will actually set you up for uh, dealing with the failure in a much better fashion than what would have happened if you were not ready for it or not being prepared for it. Absolutely. Because then the chances are that, you know, when the setback does occur, you might be hopeless and feel helpless about your situation because you were not mentally prepared that this is going to happen. Uh, another uh, thing which is very, very important in uh, uh, doing and growing your mindset is, uh, you know, not uh, doing this alone. Right. You have to understand that, you know, people around us play a significant role in our success at work. Mm -hmm. So uh, the person who's uh, looking to succeed in the goals that they've set for themselves, they should be willing uh, to try out different strategies when things don't work out. Uh, they should be willing to uh, seek feedback from others. They should be very, very open to asking for help, you know, uh, from anyone in their organization who can help them in moving forward. So uh, the three uh, important uh, things is be clear about uh, where you're headed. Uh, make sure you are mentally prepared uh, to handle the failures as they occur. And third and most important thing is look for feedback and advice from people around you. They will always be of great help to you, right? You With know, that, so true. You, can, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Oh, that's wonderful, Vanita. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will do a quick plug for our ACE Leadership Program, which really helps people uncover this and help them define their goals. And it's quite amazing. Um, and then, you know, I feel like we're really having a conversation and pretty soon we're going to be announcing this partnering quotient index. So a lot of exciting things coming. And I really thank you for joining us today and for being a part of our channel chat. And anything else you want to close on? So I just wanted to conclude by telling people that you're developing a mindset, right? There is not a single strategy that you can apply, right? You need to uh, consciously and continuously improve and work on your mindset. Uh, you can't build a growth mindset in a single day and you can't have one mindset for life, right? That's wonderful. Um, so true. Right, right. Uh, so uh, just want to close up and wrap up by saying that if people are looking for uh, the book, uh, they can find uh, more details on my website. Um, uh, it's www.techtelo.com uh, slash upgrade hyphen your hyphen mindset. And I'm sure you'll mention the link in the show notes. Will so. Absolutely mention the link. And thank you, Benita, for joining me today. You were terrific. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Teresa. Nice thank talking you. to you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Channel Chats. For more information on Achieve Unite and the latest in channel news and trends, head over to AchieveUnite.com. And don't forget to join us next month for a new episode.